Good morning on this Saturday morning. Welcome to our devotional Golden Nuggets, food for thought and for the imagination. As we talk and learn about the names and the name of God, we've encountered the importance of waiting upon his name. How excellent is his name? Waiting upon his word. And we had said that it involves our entire being. If we're to love God, the commandment was love him with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, with all your mind, with everything that is in you. The same thing applies if we're going to wait upon the Lord. We have to wait with, for him and with him with our whole soul. Our whole soul. That means we've got to pour into our waiting with God, our heart. We got to pour in our mind. We got to pour in our will. We have to pour in there our emotions. And when it comes to the Word of God, that means we have to actively be participating in that Word. It can't just be something passive in our minds. That means the light switch has to be turned on. Uh, it means you fully engage with your will. That means your emotions get involved in it. And it also means that your mind, your understanding, your perception, your thinking, all of, all of that must be involved in the times that we wait upon God, whether we're waiting for Him, uh, bound and twisted together like a strand or a cord with him, or whether we're waiting as we're looking and watching and 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 having our eyes just focused out there on what's going on, whether it's what the enemy is doing or what God is doing, uh, or whether it's just simply patiently and silently waiting to see what he's gonna speak or say. All of these involve waiting upon him. Now, here's some more things to consider as we look at that. In Psalm 130, verse 5, what's well, the verse that we've already read before? It says, I wait. And that was the word to bind oneself and twist oneself. I wait for the Lord. My soul does wait. Exact same word. And in his word do I hope. And that word is also translated or can be translated, wait. So, I wait for the Lord, my soul does wait, and in His word do I hope. And we asked ourselves the question, how is it that we can wait on God, especially when it comes to concerning His word? Well, in First Timothy, just like in uh, the book of uh, Joshua, in chapter 1, from verses 7 to number 9, where it talks about uh, you're going to meditate on this word day and night. Well, in the book of First Timothy, chapter 4, verse 15, it says, Meditate upon these things. Just like uh, Philippians, chapter 4, verse 8 says, If there's anything good, if there's anything lovely and pure and holy, it says, Think upon these things. So the scripture here says, meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly. That, that, that's not H-O-L-Y, but that's W-H-O-L-L-Y. 
And the word there, it basically means to give of your entire person uh, to it, to whatever it is that, 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 that you're doing. In this case, we're meditating upon God's word or promises. Meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them that thy profiting may appear to all. In other words, there is going to be a benefit to having meditated upon these things just as there is a benefit of waiting uh, for God, waiting upon God's word or waiting on God, that these things also may appear. And we were told that we will not be put to shame. We will not be ashamed. We won't have wasted our time but there will be a blessing or there will be something that will take place that God will uh, reward us for as far as waiting for him. And that means if if uh, he's going to give us wisdom and understanding and knowledge concerning a circumstance or a situation, and we have been waiting for him, then we receive that information either to avoid something that's in the future or to know what to do when we get there at that time or even in the present. So meditate upon these things. Give yourself wholly to them. Not partially. Uh, I, I, I know as much as, as, especially in the society that we live today, the, the age that we live, everything is so fast-paced. It's hard for people not only to take a few minutes to wait, but to simply take time and it takes time to wait and it takes time to meditate it also takes time to study the word of god you can't study the word of god in one minute you can't study the god the word of god even in five minutes it's something that you have you have to give yourself wholly to completely to when you are studying it or meditating upon it in the book of Second Timothy, in chapter 2, in verse 15, it says, Study to show yourself, there once again, the, 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 the word that, that is used, uh, is, is you. It, it's talking about you, the person. Many times we depend on someone else to do all the studying. And we just simply receive. But in this case... It involves that you have to do it. Someone can't do it. I know there may be people that can't read or people that are not uh, willing to read or people that refuse to read because it's just not their thing. They would prefer to watch a video. They would prefer to do a hands-on. But when it involves the Word of God, there must be a time that we set aside And whether it's one verse that we're studying or it's one word that we're studying or one chapter that we're studying or one book that we're studying, give yourself to that thing. We cannot afford to say, well, you know, I'll just wait till somebody preaches on that. It's it's, it's difficult to grasp the concept of partially loving the Lord, partially uh, serving Him, partially engaging with our emotions. He is our Creator. He is Elohim. There is something to shout about. There is something to be overwhelmed and overjoyed uh, uh, with. There's a a peace that transcends uh, just simply the emotion. 
because he is he is Elohim he is our creator he is our God and he has given us his word that we can meditate on it he's given us his word to study it he's given us his word to trust in it to trust him and then on top of that when we do these things of meditating and studying and waiting upon him then then we put ourselves in the place where we can hear that still, silent voice of God speaking to our hearts, speaking to our lives, giving us direction. The Holy Spirit gently and or uh, very straightforth guiding us with a word that comes to our mind or our understanding is open uh, we're given knowledge concerning something that we did not know. It's not something that you studied in a book, not something that you had heard of. And he opens it up, and it, and it seems like we can see so clearly things that we couldn't see before. But it will involve our active participation. Now, when the Bible says here in 2 Timothy 2.15, study, it means to use speed. To make effort, to be prompt and earnest, to give diligence, be diligent towards endeavor and labor and study. So this word here that we have just heard, study to show yourself, means that it's going to involve some things. It's going to involve time. It's going to involve physical energy, mental energy. It's going to involve a promptness in our lives and earnestness in our lives. It's going to involve a diligence. It's not something that, okay, well, you know, uh, last year in the month of May, I remember, I think I opened up my Bible and was reading in a chapter in the Bible. No, 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 no. That's not diligence. Uh, diligence means you're putting forth the effort into it. And many times we don't put the effort into it. Say, well, that takes a lot of time and, you know, I have a busy schedule and I don't have time for that. That is not what it says. It says meditate and give yourself holy. It says study to show yourself uh, approved unto God. A workman that needs not to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You're rightly dividing the word of truth because in his word, I do hope. If we don't divide it correctly, if we don't understand it uh, correctly, and remember, it is the word of God that also divides in us correctly. It separates in us what is spirit, what is soul, what is body. For it says in Hebrews 4.12, For the word of God is quick, it's alive. The word of God is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of the soul and the spirit. It will distinguish that which is simply of our soul or soulish, and that which is of the Spirit of God and our spirit. It will separate and divide that which is joint and marrow, that which is body, that which is flesh, that which is muscle, that which is bone. It's also going to divide. It's going to be a discerner 
of what is thought and what are intents. See, it's one thing to be uh, thinking of something uh, uh, in our minds, but it's totally a different thing. Uh, what are the intentions behind that thing uh, in our heart? And the Word of God can show us that our motives, our intentions for doing a thing, for saying a thing, for being a thing, uh, it's either correct or wrong. And the only way that's going to be done is if the Word of God divides in us what what is each and every one of these things. But the Word of God also in us requires that we divide it correctly. And the only way we can do that is by spending time with the Holy Spirit, spending time with an actual Bible or, or the Word of God before you, and studying it, reading it, uh, looking up. And nowadays we have access to so, so many tools to help us study. So many tools are available uh, uh, just on a simple tablet, on a phone, on a laptop, on a computer, even on a bookshelf. Something that was not possible uh, thousands of years ago. It just makes it so different uh, and, and easier to be able to spend time and search God's Word. And why are we going to do that? We're going to search the Scripture because in them we think we have eternal life, but it's Jesus whom we're going to find in that Word written. So, let's look at the next word. It says in Thessalonians 1.10, And wait for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. So we have been delivered from that wrath. In other words, God has already made plans to pluck us out, to harpazo, to rapture us out of here before that wrath comes, uh, before it hits us. That doesn't mean that we don't go through tribulations and trials, but it does mean that he wants to deliver us from that tribulation and that uh uh, wrath that is going to come upon this earth because of man's rejection of God and his rebellion towards him. So as we wait for his son, that's why I keep saying, keep looking up for our redemption and our redeemer, draw nigh our redemption of our bodies. That will be the fulfillment of the full redemption. He's already provided for our spirit by having made and quickened it to be alive unto him. He has provided his word to uh, renew our minds and save our souls by the engrafted word according to uh, the book of James in chapter 1 from verse 17 onward. And he has provided a new body for each and every one of us that will be given to us when we're transformed, metamorphosis, changed on that very same split second that he comes for us. Until then, keep looking up. Our time is up. Our redemption draws near. The redemption of our bodies and the complete opening of our eyes to see our Master and our Lord. The Lord richly and fully bless you in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.